listening to the Cars Cast movie cast. Hello, welcome to the 89th episode of the Cars Cast movie cast. Jeff, what glands do all mammals have? Sweat glands. Wait, no, 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 no. I changed my answer. I'm changing my answer because hippos don't have sweat glands, I think. Boom. Or no, they, they sweat like red. I couldn't. I don't know. I just. What glands? All mammals have. Uh, hint, the, the answer is sort of similar to the word mammals. Like. Mammary? Yep. Bingo. I guess I kind of gave it away there, didn't I? But yeah, that, you made that easy. I feel like I, that that doesn't even count, doesn't, honestly. Well, I didn't have another one pulled up, so you're just gonna take it. That's fine. Um, well, in, speaking of of milk, um, <laughs> I got something like ten minutes ago. I forgot to eat that I actually have to eat right now mm. because it's gonna melt because it's it's a it's small a, ice cream. Okay, so How's, you're gonna just have to carry. Yeah, it's not that small. It's a medium size ice cream. A mini cream, size. I can eat this in one minute. It's it's medium size. I just want to see what it looks it's, like. Okay, you just, oh, you didn't say ice cream bar or anything. I guess that's just it's an ice cream bar. Ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like a little tiny ice cream in a cone. <laughs> it's like medium. Size. Okay, it's kind of weirdly shaped. Do you want me to? It feels like a <laughs> sword. It's definitely like a little phallic. Dare I say? Uh, do you <laughs> do you want me to blur this out? For the <laughs> Yes, because I feel like no, well, because it, people are gonna then think it's very phallic. <laughs> They're gonna have a field day with this one on the subreddit. <laughs> but I guess on that note, I guess I'll talk about my Thanksgiving while you eat that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've been home, had a good Thanksgiving, just immediate family. I had a lot of food. I did. I went the pumpkin pie route. No whipped cream. I'm not a whipped cream guy. Um, because it's it's kind of like you're this... not a creamer <laughs> don't ever say to that to me to... <laughs> i was trying to think of a way to like say that it sounded kind of funny i think i succeeded no i'm not into to cream pies um but it was a, it was a good it was a good dish um and yeah i've just been kind of hanging out i'm here for the entire month of december so get used to this i honestly i We'll say it. I think I like this background more than my last one. It's I, nicer. It, the The bookshelf is what makes it. The bookshelf. It's the, just there's more depth. There's the more white depth. It doesn't light. feel like you're living in a, like squalor. Yeah, I think I just I think the thing that I have to do with my new my current setup in that other room is just I need to put the camera in a different spot. It just feels so far away from me when I'm mm-hmm. recording, and I need to. I no, think this I just need the, to the that. dead on with like I don't know. This feels right because like the room like frames your head. Right, 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 right. Um, In a good way. Thank you. Yeah. So, I I'm gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do about yeah. this. But so my, I'm just gonna say, did you make any dishes for Thanksgiving? Not a damn thing. I'm not a cook. I I'm not either. But I made one thing. Uh oh. And I want to know. I'm still eating, by the way. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm almost done. Yeah. Hey, take your time. But. But if you're on the podcast listening, you're like, yeah, take your time. We can just wait for you to chew. Um, but I don't know if this is a thing in the Midwest, but uh-huh. we like, I think it's a thing in Florida for sure. I don't know. I, I've looked up like regional dishes and it seems like it's not everywhere, but sweet potato casserole. I've heard of that. Um, you made that. Is that what you yeah so i made that but the thing is the way you make it is like 
you it's sweet potatoes with like you know you you do some casserole type stuff i don't know what that means but you right. like do a couple eggs in there and some like sugar and stuff yeah but then you also mix in pineapple chunks Ah, and on top of it on the top of it at the end you bake on you melt marshmallows dude what (laughs) this is a real thing wait i promise i think i saw a marshmallow related dish i always i for the record like in minnesota at least it's like i've never heard of like a marshmallow dish for dinner and Mm -hmm. elizabeth warren just posted something on her on thanksgiving where she's like i burned the marshmallow dish and I'm like, that, what? That was a... Th- Since when are people eating marshmallows at dinner? Yeah. No, I was doing that. It <laughs> you were doing it. It was the best part. It was so good. I do think it's that the would only be the best thing... part about it. Yeah, because just... it, it, the things, the texture is perfect, right? It's like kind of like mashed sweet potato, but like a little bit thicker because you're adding some stuff to it. Yeah. Um, but then also the pineapples mixed in is like the perfect like little... You know, no, it's not. That's not the perfect kick, <laughs> and also like a nice pineapple crunch like texture. A pineapple ruins a dish so fast, and this is not, not me stating an opinion on pineapple on pizza. I don't really care about that. I just think that that what you're describing would not work at all. But I also haven't tried it, so maybe I'm wrong. No, I'm gonna say if it has nuts in it, I will never try it. But you know, the so the two so two Thanksgivings ago. Uh-huh. In Chicago, when I went to your old apartment for the, like, Friends Thanksgiving thing. Right, I wasn't there. Yeah, you weren't there. I made that, <laughs> and no one, I think one person was, like, kind of liked it. But I was, like, the only one eating it. <laughs> everyone else, like, you could tell everyone else was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I, <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna, just gonna take this home and then eat it myself. It's <laughs> so sad. I also mm-hmm. see you dripping that ice cream all over the place. I but you it, did it. You finished it, yeah. To be fair, right before this, I was also eating, I was having some apple pie that my dad uh, made, and it's really good. So there's mm-hmm. that. Um, the classic Christopher Allen apple pie. <laughs> yeah. They don't call him Christopher Apple Pie <laughs> Runquist for nothing. Pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah. I also have these new headphones, so I don't have to do the over-the-ear thing anymore. Okay, I was, in my head, I was like, something is slightly different. And, it's and I headphones. could not put my finger on it. Yeah, I was like, there's, like, this is a much cleaner look. And I'm like, maybe it's just the background. Nope. But no, it's the it's the in-ear it's the ear situation. Because your whole buds. head, your hair now can poof out. Yep. Because yeah, you've got some you poofy get, hair right now. I do have some poofy hair i haven't had it this long i think since freshman year and anyone who's seen those photos i tweeted them like a while ago but i used to have really poofy hair and i think oh, i'm gonna get back i always into have it. poofy hair yeah you have poofy hair like if you look at this yeah like my hair is wow is wow see we have to both be on the yours is more yours is a lot poofier than mine mine is a little wavy now but i also There's... haven't washed it in a long time uh-huh no mine yeah. is was washed hours ago okay how often it do just, you wash your hair uh so it, i at minimum every other day wow okay yeah usually every day yeah but really yeah. see i used to wash it every day and i think that's why my hair used to be really poofy but then a friend told me that you're not supposed to do that because it's really bad for your hair yeah it dries i've heard it out. that so it's it's like now that i'm not doing anything it's pretty much every other day yeah yeah but yeah i know 
that some people definitely believe that it's like really bad for your hair yeah see ever since then i have not been washing it every day and recently i've been washing my hair every four Mon- days once a month <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> and you know what i was talking to a friend uh and yeah she was like yeah it, it probably doesn't need to be i feel like hair was meant to not go washed that often you know oh, i think it's a- so absolutely that is kind of true in that you know people were living long before showers well yeah yeah <laughs> so you know I mean, obviously there's a disconnect right <laughs> just like how we weren't meant to like clip our nails all the time because generally the nails just would wear down because we did a bunch of stuff uh-huh yeah or yeah, i wonder because so. you know i chip my nails a lot my like little anxious tick is that i i pick at my nails and that's why mm-hmm. i've never had long fingernails because the moment they get like a little bit long i'm just like a animal and just start chipping them off and i have really ugly nails because of that but i'm like i wonder if how long that's been around i mean yeah you know it's just weird <laughs> yeah it's you know these are these are all good questions and i think that the answers are like a little bit above where this podcast is and the explanations right. i think might be too long right yeah they're good questions though and mm-hmm. if only someone smarter had ones. an anthropological degree maybe yeah. they could answer if these. only but i don't know if only one of us had we had, had to learn about stuff like that. this at some point but yeah um also i get well this isn't imp- i was just gonna say i think i used to wash my hair all the time because i was on the swim team and you kind of have to at that oh point, right because all the chlorine disgusting did your hair ever turn like green because of all the chlorine no i never is that went thing that. that happens i know it is but i didn't actually know anybody on the team where that happened to them but also it's like i only saw them well that's not a lie i was gonna say i only saw them in at the pool and there was weird lighting there but we saw each other on buses and at school so i don't know where yeah. i was going with that but um yeah let's just let's just move on um <laughs> yeah um I... yeah any thing else oh i actually okay so this is gonna be something that we can segue into the movie here we go but so i recently bought i realized something i missed Mm -hmm. seeing movies on like a large screen oh yeah but i also did not want to pay for a good projector (laughs) right right, right, but there are very cheap (laughs) decent projectors you can get i'm talking about like ones you buy on the internet from china that are 200 dollars. that's that's and, pretty pricey but yeah okay i'm talking about relative for like yeah a yeah, projector. yeah yeah right, that's right. like the most i would consider spending for... on something yeah on something that's fairly frivolous and also like not super high quality but like yeah, yeah, yeah. medium quality mm-hmm. um again for a projector usually those cost like a thousand dollars for a good one yeah um but for 200 dollars, it's native 1080p and i bought one and i'm kind of into it yeah yeah hey it is that's better than i thought it would be damn so that's what i've been watching this week that's what i've been watching for all the movies i've had to watch i was gonna bring this up to you because well i guess it won't be out by the time we release this episode but i was gonna say right you is a little promo have a lot because here's the thing jeff i've had a lot to catch up on i have been yeah like 
cramming movies. And I'm like, I can't yeah. imagine what Jeff is going through. Okay. <laughs> so if we want to so key, <laughs> if we want to key everyone into um, what we're talking about, we are going to be on it's. So today is Sunday. When we're recording this and tomorrow uh, afternoon, I believe. Yep. Yeah, we is when we're recording with Intercut. Yeah, but I think they said around when we recorded with them, which was like six p.m. or five okay. p.m. Central, maybe. That's something like that. That's my guess. That's we'll figure important because I don't I'm even know yet. Squeezing in two we more tomorrow, yet. but yeah, that's my. I was gonna squeeze in two more as well. Um, <laughs> I was even gonna squeeze like maybe one more in tonight. Me but too. Yeah. <laughs> we are doing a Fincher ranking yes. uh, episode. And for them, that's easy because they've probably seen all of them yep. like three times each. Yep. So they're like, yeah, we're just going to rank things we've already seen. And then we're like, yeah, we'll do that with you. And then both of us were like, we have not seen all of these films. And especially me, I have. OK, here's the thing. Venture, <laughs> I got lucky that I fluked into actually having seen a bunch of these. Not a bunch, but like enough to where it was doable okay. to like flesh this out. Um, I've had to get creative, and I'm going to have to say this on the podcast with them, that, um, like, for instance, uh, I saw Panic Room about 15 years ago. Right. I'm counting that as me seeing it. That, hey. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not rewatching Panic Room. That counts. Um, but I've also actually seen the entire series of Mindhunter. That gives you, you're a step ahead there. That's pretty yeah. good. Um, right. Fight Club, we saw on this podcast. We did. House of Cards, I saw the first episode, like, a long time ago. Me too. Uh so but that still left me i also saw gone girl uh that's good which, uh, you know that i also have seen the social network like three times uh -huh. but that's still that... left and i and seven i saw like 10 years ago okay we're... and that's i had to count that we're basically in the same boat i'm not gonna lie yeah but that's still left uh girl with dragon tattoo the game uh zodiac and curious case of benjamin button yep Mo all um, long movies uh okay <laughs> That's the thing about the movie. I, in the last two days, I've watched Zodiac and Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Okay, I'm a. Oh, uh, that's like over five hours, right? <laughs> yep. There. Uh, so when we just watched after going from seeing both of those to then watching Fargo, Fargo felt like it was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was just over. Yep. Because I I adapted to movies that are over two and a half hours long. Apparently. Yep. Man. See, my issue here is that, and I don't know if you've run into this, you didn't mention this one, but one of his movies is Alien 3, so I... Okay, I am omitting that one on purpose. Okay, yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to abstain from that, because I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I was considering it, but I'm also, like, I have to. I have, I technically have, well, the thing is, I have to watch Aliens, which is a long movie, and then watch mm -hmm. Alien 3, so... Wait, you're, so in addition to just the, the Fincher, well, you're actually committing to watching aliens. all the alien films leading up well, to that. Well, there's only one. I've watched the very first Alien, but I haven't seen Aliens. So I I do have to watch mm. that one, which is long. It's like almost three hours long. Um, Wait, what's the naming convention of those films? <laughs> well, it goes Alien, Aliens, <laughs> and then Alien 3. <laughs> but there wasn't an Alien 2. There was never an Alien 2, I'm pretty sure. It was just multiple aliens. Yep. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. So... That's the case there. I'm yeah. I'm glad that you're in the same boat though, because it's like yeah. I've. So been... I also have to watch those music videos in the commercials, which I'll do like. Yeah, right I mean those are you can bust those. Those out are easy. That can bust those out in thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, easy. But I had to to count two films that I had seen over ten years ago. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, it's which like... I remember like pretty much nothing about, but just like vague impressions. Yeah, 
I haven't seen The Social Network in a long time. And that one, I actually saw that last year. So that's so that one I feel good about. Yeah. I need to, I, part of me is like, you should, obviously, okay, also to make it clear, I'm also doing a David Fincher ranked video, which I've had planned for a while now. And that mm. will include Mank, which won't be in the podcast, but right. it's like. Right, which I, I I looked up on the list because we're doing like the ranked, so we got the bracket we were seeing. Yeah, from yeah, them, yeah. And I looked, I'm like, okay, that's not on that's there. That's not so on I don't, there, to, yeah. I don't have to watch that yet. Um, so yeah. Did you already watch that? No. Have not seen it yet. Okay, I I do want to see it. But what I'm saying is, uh, I probably will like rewatch Social Network and probably Zodiac because yeah. that's like one of my favorites. So like, yeah, just so everybody. This was the first time I had seen Zodiac. Man, that it's, it's good. It's so good. I'm very. We won't spoil too much before the yeah. podcast, but yeah. Um, if you guys are curious though, just be out on the lookout for that. We'll be talking about David Fincher on Intercut. Who those guys? What were if just someone? On here. Yeah, what if someone was like, oh, I already heard Jeff's thoughts on Zodiac. I'm not going to bother listening. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, ah, we won't. <laughs> I, get the, I get the idea. Skip it, yeah. Well, right, well, anyways, talking about films, <laughs> this week we watched a film. <laughs> nice job. Nice job. Uh, yeah, to, speaking of movies, we're talking about a movie this week. It's Fargo. Um, you guys have probably heard of Fargo. It is a 1996 film directed by the Coen Brothers, written and directed by the Coen Wait, Brothers. Wait, wasn't it? Wasn't it just directed by one of them? See, that's what I looked up because I know some of them are just directed by one and written yeah. by the other. And this one said directors, and then it said both of them. So okay, because on the I thought when I just like I watched it today, and I thought that the like the title card at the end just mm. had one of their names. Yeah, and then it said written by both, and then produced by just the other one. Ah, okay. I'm not a hundred percent on that. Yeah, um, but they were a part of it, definitely. Um, taking a sip of water. Okay, yeah. So IMDb <laughs> is both of them. So I could have just been wrong and wasted everyone's time. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's what happened. I'll get into this synopsis. No, wait, um, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Wikipedia says that Joel Cohen is the only director, and that Ethan was the producer. That's in. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't so think I think, <laughs> I think that because that's what I remember seeing in the credits. Right, right. Definitely changes how I look at this movie for sure. Um, <laughs> I think definitely gonna keep that in mind. You're like, okay, forward. yeah. It's like, yeah. You know what? I I see that lack of Ethan influence. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Fargo is a reality-based crime drama set in Minnesota in 1987. That we'll talk about in a second. Um, Jerry is a car salesman in Minneapolis who has gotten himself into debt and is so desperate for money that he hires two thugs, played by Steve Buscemi and Peter Stormare, uh, to kidnap his own wife. Jerry will collect the ransom from her wealthy father, played by Harv Presnell, paying the thugs a small portion and keeping the rest to satisfy his debts. The scheme collapses when the thugs shoot a state trooper. There's a severe lack of Francis McDormand's character in this synopsis. For someone who I think is the main character, but that is yeah. accurate. That is what the movie is. Um, I just am surprised she didn't come up. Um, Especially because that's like the only protagonist in the film. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, William H. Macy is not the main person here. I don't. But anyways, yeah. um, that's the gist of it. I will say right off the bat that we'll probably get into spoilers here. 
uh, and it's an old movie, and it's a classic, so I'm sure. Yeah. So if I'm you, gonna say, I do do the timestamps for Q and A. So if you just wanna, if you haven't seen it, you can just skip forward to Q and A. Yeah. I'm gonna say that for probably around 90% of the people listening, this film came out before you were born. So I think that yep. it's okay if we spoil <clears throat> it. A yeah. Bit. That's kind of the rules we go by. You had you had I your think. whole life to watch this. Yeah. This came out before I was born. Like a whole, like one year before I was yeah. born. So, yeah, I was, um, uh, yeah, I was four. Mm. I, I brought up like the Minnesota thing because Fargo isn't in is Minnesota. Not, it's not in Minnesota. No, but the majority of the movie does take place in Minnesota. And they all have <laughs> thick, like jokey Minnesota accents. Yep. Yep. Like those are the most over the top accents. They're like, yeah. They always say, you betcha. You betcha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and people always ask me, not that often, but like, <laughs> people are like, when I say I'm like from Minnesota, they're like, oh, so it's like, is that what it's like in Minnesota? And I'm like, no, it's not. We don't talk that much like this. But then I like went home for Thanksgiving. This was a few years back when I saw it. And I was like, oh, I guess. They kind of do. Um, I guess, like, they, they definitely... People do sound like this. I mean, like, I say op a lot, I feel like. Or ol. But not exaggerated like that. But you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Um, but, yeah. This is... That's, like, why I'd, I think I, I have a little bit of bias towards this and why I love it so much is just because you don't get this kind of Minnesotan Minis- representation. Yeah. No, <laughs> I often. agree that I always slightly like films about florida right right like there's just a like a slight bias where i'm like hey i know about that just like dolphin tail obviously i'm, I'm in that one yeah but i definitely liked it slightly more because i'm like i literally used to go to all these locations exactly you naturally are like right and even like florida project i'm like i lived in orlando obviously that at least is a good film on its own unlike dolphin tail yeah <laughs> so that yeah. But, but that one i'm like that they really like capture the vibe of a lot of Orlando. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jeff, this is famously your first time watching this, um, which famously I was very excited for because it's kind of like I like I get the same excitement out of someone watching this for the first time the way I did like Parasite, just because it's like such a fun yeah. movie with so many cool twists and yeah. So what did you what did you think? Oh the so I usually tend to not love like dark comedies where just tons of people are getting killed Mm -hmm. yeah like i don't know it's just like but the way that this one was done was so much more palatable yeah because all of the like the way they present all of the characters Mm -hmm. uh you don't get attached to any of them except for marge gunderson right (laughs) that's like the only one that you actually feel any sense of humanity about yeah which for the, I mean, obviously that would be an issue if this was um, a different type of film. Mm-hmm. But for being a like pure dark comedy where um, it's just like this bizarro story where it's just supposed to be funny and not necessarily giving you like this you know insightful like uh, mm-hmm. just you're not you're not really it's not trying to change your worldview very much. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so so we you know. In that in that sense, it works very well, and that I don't feel like bad about people dying in this film. Yeah, totally. so it doesn't take away from the the comedic element for me, which I feel like a lot of times I find it hard to find like just films where tons of people are dying funny. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I think that's like a very difficult thing to do. Right. Um, cause, and that's for characters that are established characters, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. in something dumb like Guns Akimbo, you're just killing like drones, mm-hmm. where it's just like they're technically people, but they're in the shot for three seconds pointing a gun at like the protagonist and then they yeah. get shot and it's like you don't ever know anything about them yeah but this is a film where all like a lot of the characters that are getting killed you actually have been following for quite a while yeah no that's uh, a... so it's harder to make you not feel like bad about them getting killed right that's a great point like the there is a lot of violence in this movie which mm-hmm. is what i realized i think my last time watching it which was recently but not that recent because I was just like, I don't need to rewatch it. Um, but because I got David Fincher to catch up on. Yeah, but. you got you got a lot of Fincher. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's never. You're right. It doesn't feel cheesy or just thrown in there for the sake of mm-hmm. kind of upping the the craziness. It's always so yeah. well deserved, and when it happens, it's like there's a lot of care put around the kill. And it's like not only that. It's like sure, I don't like feel much about them. But clearly, it's, like, a big deal to the characters in the film. And mm-hmm. I think that's some... Like, this is... It's simultaneously, like, ridiculous, but also very truthful. Like, Marge and her reactions yeah. to everything happening are so honest. And that's something I just don't see as much, uh, which I think yeah, is why also, it works so well. I love Marge's, like... It's, like, this small-town competence. Yep. Yeah. Where she's depicting this very like rural you know um like easygoing way yeah but also she's extremely competent still Mm -hmm. yeah within this just set of like ridiculous circumstances in this tiny place yeah that's something i think this nail like marge is the most like midwestern person yeah in the movie it's like i i can't say people talk exactly like that but i know like most of Minnesota is like Marge in just the way mm-hmm. in that like small town competence you're describing. Yeah. It's just and so accurate. <laughs> it really is. I think like a very American film in that yeah. there is this like putting on um, like a nice face, I guess yeah. where that's like something Americans I know internationally are known for is always like this kind of almost fake, like niceness. Mm hmm. You know, where you're always just, like, being pleasant. Yeah. And, and there's definitely a lot of that in this film. Totally. Marge, which yeah. is funny. Like, the the scene with, uh, like, the, you know, the, the guy, the man who contacts her. Oh, yeah, who, yeah, yeah. Who I, works for, like, Honeywell. Who, right. Who then, like, is, like, it's it's funny because it's, it's, like, a scene about him trying to have an affair with her. Uh-huh. But the scene is, like, so short. And he just, like, <laughs> stops it immediately. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about this is that, you know, I feel like, you know, I already, anyways, um, I think so many movies about the Midwest or about like rural areas or like suburbia that are contemporary, that is like, you know, they always seem like they're talking down on that group of people. And some of them like are really funny, like, Mm -hmm anything John Waters has done and like greener grass is literally just like making fun of suburban people. But, um, this one doesn't like, sure. It's like poking fun Mm -hmm. and there's like a ton of like comedy in it, but it really does like a great job at kind of understanding the perspective of these people and why they choose this lifestyle. And it's, it's not like they 
because I feel like movies always dumb it down as like, oh, if you live in the suburbs with like a husband and a nice little yard, it's like that that's like a bad thing. Like it's very cliche and stereotypical. And it's like yeah. for those people, it's not like especially Marge. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's Mar and like the way this film contextualizes Marge's job within her like broader life and mm-hmm. where it's like at the end of the day, she just has this normal life mm-hmm. with Norm, who's like a painter yeah <laughs> and she still she still spends so much time like attending to like his like needs even though it seems like he just like sits around and she just does like all of these different jobs mm-hmm. within this film yeah yeah it's a yeah it, there's a there's a, like it's a, such a layered film also for mm-hmm. for necessarily how much it, it could have it could have kind of excluded a lot of this stuff and still just done a lot of the same you know dark comedic elements but mm-hmm. marge's character is is there's a lot of depth totally she's like one of my favorite characters because she starts off as just like this goofy person and i'm like oh i hope we follow more of her and the film does and i'm like this is is perfect this is exactly what i would want out of this and just the way it ends with her in the car and there's just Mm -hmm. and she gets back in bed i'm just like this is such a great movie (laughs) um yeah yeah this is okay so getting back is just (laughs) relating this back to the film I watched most recently before this, which was the Fincher film, of course, for that whole thing. Yep. <laughs> but it was Benjamin Button. Yeah. And this is a film that, like, against that, the the rewatchability for this is, like, 100 times higher than that. that <laughs> yep. Like, this film is so rewatchable because the scenes are all, like, the perfect length. Right? Exactly. So, yeah. again, the scene with, with her and the guy trying to start an affair with her the like once this scene accomplishes like what it's trying to say about marge mm-hmm. it just ends and then like you're like okay you under you know right when you got what you need to get out of that scene it just jumps into the next thing and even all of these scenes <laughs> with um steve buscemi uh i don't know he's so good in this film he's so good but yeah but yeah like a lot of his scenes are so short like the even like pivotal scenes like when he gets shot in the face yep that actual entire scene on the roof of the parking lot is not a very long scene no because usually films in that type of scene stretch that scene out to like because they're doing it obviously um for suspense reasons of course yeah um where they like stretch it out as long as possible where this he just shows up and he's like who are you and that just gets hectic right away which is is like the opposite way to interpret that kind of scene but i think it works so well totally it's such a self-aware movie i would say there's like one long scene in it, and it's literally I think the very first scene when it's I think it's just the opening credits, but then they like I feel like they slowly get into the bar, and that conversation is just. But at the same time, that convers like it's it feels like this super dramatic opening, and then they immediately like introduce introduce Steve Buscemi, and he's <laughs> so goofy and grounds you like right away, and I think that's such a perfect like. Mm-hmm. opening to a movie like this that yep. it's like yeah it's like it's it's dark but it's yeah it's dark humor it's funny you know <laughs> yeah also william h macy is is so good in this film that i hate him like i actually like hate him as a person because of how good he is in this film he's just like the worst person ever because his character is is so there's so much depth to his character yeah that i feel like i know him as a person even though obviously it's him acting but yeah. I still kind of hate him because he's just like the worst person ever. <laughs> In what way would you like what what makes him the worst 
to you because i'm just curious okay, like, just to, like what motivates him in, in general uh-huh. in this entire film is just like saving his own ass right at the expense of everyone like the fact that he didn't even consider his like kids well-being <laughs> yeah where they're like have you talked to the kid and he's like oh yeah i forgot that i was getting his mother kidnapped yeah didn't think about what that would do it's funny the way it's funny because the way I'm describing this is like I'm describing the plot and it makes it sound like I think this really happened. <laughs> no, it's true though. He's like such a loser in this movie, which yeah. is perfect. Um, yeah. Did you do you know Steve Jones, the professor at DePaul? No. Okay, so I had I took like a class uh, like pre production with him when I was at DePaul, mm-hmm. and he. Uh, to, like had this story about William H Macy that he would tell, um, and apparently, like, obviously this is before William H Macy was like famous. They both were working as roofers in like L A, and like, <laughs> yeah, they were like working as roofers together, and like something happened where they ended up having to like do some kind of cross country drive together. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's such a good. <laughs> So yeah, that, yeah. I, I realize like after saying that, that's not really like good of an anecdote because there's literally no payoff. No, but I mean it's still pretty cool. For a second, I couldn't tell if you were doing a bit or not. I was like, is this a reference to something? That no, I this is know? A, no that's, that's that's a real story that is only half a story because I never actually got any. There's no finality to that. Story. Right, right, right. No, maybe well, that's, they're still driving. Who knows? That's cool. Yeah, that's what he's been doing now. William H Macy. Well, I guess he was in uh, Shameless. Is he in that? I don't really know. Uh, right? Yeah, that... like the American one. Yeah. There's, there's an English one, and then the American right. one was filmed in Chicago, right? <clears throat> yeah. Jaxie worked on it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just another friend working on a cool thing while we... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, I sit in front of this green curtain. <laughs> drinking old Coke. Um, Drink... Well, right now, I'm drinking well, right... orange juice mixed with pineapple juice. Hell yeah. That actually sounds really nice. I've had that before. It's, it's a good. good beverage. I'm just drinking water for the beverage check today. Get that for the thumbnail. But it's um, in an orange glass. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> You should put like a question mark on the glass and then it's like, who knows what you're drinking? It could be anything. Could be orange juice. Could be not orange juice. Yeah. Um, well, what else? Was, oh, Roger Deakins shot this. Um, and I thought. Really? Yeah. It's Didn't I, know that. Let me just fact check that actually real quick. Make, okay, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm okay, cool. Uh, it's really His like haircut is so funny in the Wikipedia picture. <laughs> Roger Deakins does have a nice head of hair for the record. Yeah, it's like I think he's just showing it off, which is right, why he keeps right. so much of it. Yeah. Um, but I was gonna but bring it's that very up. Very bowl cutish. Because Roger Deakins, like this is a great example of why he is such a good dp because there's someone like doing a good like (laughs) there's making it look beautiful which he always does but he doesn't have he still has like a trademark but still knows how to like make like adapt for the movie and Mm -hmm. this at least is the first movie of his that i've seen that's a comedy i can't i'm sure there's more i just can't think of them right now I think I mean I'm sure that he's done another Coen Brothers film that's a comedy that I just can't think of off the top of my head. But like, I was gonna say, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I made that up that he, he shot did. that, but maybe he, he did. did. He actually did. Did he? Yep, he shot that one. I'm pretty sure. Don't fact check me on it. But uh, what I was I saying is, fact check that. We're on a podcast talking to like a few thousand people. I think <laughs> I definitely should fact check a that. A film, a film podcast. Yeah. Well, while you do that, uh, 
Yeah, I just think he makes the yeah, comedy yep, it, yep. perfect. Awesome. I, he may have done the Big Lebowski as well. Yeah, yeah, he did as well. Okay. He did that as well. He's just like, it's great. And I think it's it works really well in here because he's really making use of the settings and the space, especially like that initial shot that's like pretty iconic. I think it's like, mm-hmm. like all the posters of like the person on the ground yeah. and them. Also Hell Caesar. Like Hell Caesar, which is not that good of a movie, but it is beautiful. Um, yeah, it's yeah, not that good. Not a good movie. It's but fine. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's great. Um, not the movie, but Roger Deakins' cinematography. <laughs> um, you should just say like three things in a row and then say, yeah, it's great. It's and great, just, yeah. People have to guess people which one. People are like, oh, he thinks all of them are great. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, also, apparently did the cinematography for Rango. I did know that as well, yeah. That's, that is yeah. really funny. You, have you seen Rango? I have, twice, yeah. I just saw it in theaters, and that's the only time I've ever seen it. Yep, it's... The best thing that Nickelodeon Studios has ever put out, I'm pretty sure. It, I remember liking it. Besides a lot. the SpongeBob movie, I take it back. That's the best thing they've done. Yeah. Um, like the first one. The first one. New one yeah, is I saw bad. That too. Dude, there was like a cool period that this podcast has made me realize, where from like the ages of like nine to sixteen, I just saw apparently every film that came out in theaters. Because <laughs> I'm like all these random films. Like yeah, I saw that in theaters for some reason. Yeah. Hey, we all go through that. I, I did, I've done that for the past few years. Maybe this is just a phase. <laughs> Not this year, though. Haven't seen anything in theaters this year, but... Well, that's yeah, a, before... No, it, like, pre-March, you probably did, right? Probably did, yeah. I saw a few. Yeah, because I saw, like, a couple things. Yeah. Um, saw Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Right. I saw the Sonic movie. I ditched class to go see the Sonic movie for a video, which was... So, in wake up call. probably worth it, right? <laughs> probably worth it, yeah. I mean, 100,000 people saw the video. I was like, I guess this was... And did 100,000 people see that class? Nah. I don't think so. Nah, like 12 people saw the class. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I will ask you this as we... Because uh, I think we've been... We've talked about this a good amount. Um, yeah. I just want to ask... Oh, like, okay. Okay. Real quick, before you ask that, I'm going to say the only thing that I actually knew about this film, because I guess I've done a very good job at not knowing anything about this film... Um. That, that what does that even mean? Why did I say that? I've done a good job I, about not knowing anything about this film. <laughs> I'm I'm an idiot. I don't know anything. I've done a good job not learning anything my entire life. Uh, but I just knew about the wood chipper, but I didn't even know the context of it. Oh. And then I saw it, and I'm like, why is that the most like for me? I guess that was like the one iconic scene in this film that I thought it was at least. That is uh-huh. the most minor aspect of this film. Yeah, no, that's not in my opinion the most iconic scene. But no, now I'm seeing the film, I agree it's not yeah. at all. It's good. It's great. It's such a good scene. But yeah, and, and what does that say about the movie? I think those early scenes with like the first killings are the best. Like yeah, so perfectly set up and immediately hook you in. But mm-hmm. yeah. Uh oh. Okay, Mars did some sketchy police work at the end. Uh, she wait. shot a guy running away. Yeah. Yeah. What's that about Mars? <laughs> yeah yeah i guess we gotta revisit that one and <laughs> yeah i don't think that's how the Need police works i know you saw a guy shoving a leg down a wood chipper but uh-huh. you don't know he, he could have been trying to get the leg out of the wood chipper. right 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 um yeah you don't well, know what's happening marge <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to ask you 
like I think, and I'll we'll probably do like a Coen Brothers thing in the future. But for right now, like, what yeah. would you say is your favorite Coen Brothers movie? Because I think this okay is okay. mine. Let's, I'm gonna just so I don't miss out on anything here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get a list. Absolutely going to get a list. Yeah, I'm sure you haven't seen a lot of their earlier stuff. Uh, just because I don't think those are as mm-hmm. like everyone has seen them you know okay so i actually have not seen raising arizona even though i've almost seen it a bunch i think Um, pretty much i gotta be honest i actually have not seen that many cullen brothers films and that's okay i've seen fargo i actually i have not seen the big lebowski oh man Uh, i've seen no brother where art thou that's very good yep uh i've seen the lady killers uh i've seen burn after reading i've seen inside lewin davis I've seen the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I've seen Hail Caesar. So I've seen like nice. Those are those are almost good. half. Yeah. Um, um, so would you say this Lewin is up Davis there? is my favorite? Okay. Wait. Actually, <laughs> I know I just said. Uh, the, I, I know you're going to say that's your favorite as well because yeah, we've you've talked about how much you love that film. We have we talked about it. it in the past. Yeah. yeah Inside Lewin Davis is. I think I just forget that's a Coen Brothers movie. It is so different right. compared to everything else they've done. But they're so like they're such like diverse filmmakers they do so mm-hmm. many different things so um yeah no this yeah. is up there this so is definitely i second. would say <laughs> this yeah this and oh brother where art thou are probably close for like second okay and then and then probably so lady killers i haven't seen in a long enough time where i don't feel like i have a good rating for that Never uh, seen it. but pretty much i think then the bout of buster scruggs and then hail caesar's last gotcha yeah hail caesar's last for me as well yeah it it's watchable but i don't want to watch it again mm-hmm. about if buster scruggs is weird yeah it's that movie is i like it a lot but it definitely like yeah. came and went compared to a lot of their movies where yeah. it's like i don't know if it's, i'll ever watch it again i mean it's an anthology which like a few of the, the like parts of it i liked and then like a few i was like eh, this yeah. could have been shorter yeah um well, I think that will do. What are you feeling for a rating for this? And also a time of day. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Uh, so time of day. This feels like for sure like it's, it's nice and short. So I think a nice like prime time but like late-ish. So it's like you're kind of a little looser. Mm-hmm. I think maybe like at 10 p.m. That's a good one. Yeah. I would definitely yeah. watch this at 10 p.m. Yeah. And um, I think like actual rating um, – uh it's it's either four four and a half it's like one of those you know i feel like i might lean towards nice. you know what i haven't decided yet it's gonna be one of those two all right, all right i haven't decided mine's a fat five personally yeah i think it's a i think it's yeah, a perfect no, it's movie yeah i'm thinking I'm i also minnesotan and we just treasure this thing i yeah. think some might not like it because it paints us in a bad light but do you think that they that initially the coen brothers were trying to do like um one of those things that sufjan was doing where well sufjan wasn't doing it but the marketing people for sufjan where it's like trying yeah. to release uh, a movie about like every state every state they're like well we have raising arizona literally <laughs> now we have fargo they're on their way to do that at this point because they've yeah. basically done every not basically they they have a lot to go but <laughs> what state would you like to see them do florida because I um, realize they don't really have a Florida one that I can think of. Yeah. You know what? Okay, this is going to be 
a little bit out there. Okay. But I think maybe some like overseas American territory would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Or that's... even or just Hawaii. I was going to say Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, cuz I was thinking like, you know, maybe one of the like outer islands that is right. part of the US. Yeah. Which well we're vaguely on that subject. I want to say that I think that all of the those, you know, all territories of the US should have full voting rights within the US. That's a, yeah. And should have uh voting representation in the the House of Representatives. For sure. This night uh I guess we'll get into questions. Um that does it for Fargo. Hopefully that was a solid discussion. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's like I love how you summarize segments where we end up talking about something completely unrelated. And then you're like, that was Fargo. That was, <laughs> that was Fargo talking about uh, voting rights in American Samoa. <laughs> that was Fargo. <laughs> um, well, this first one comes from patron Jacob Colness from the Patreon. If you pledge $15 on Patreon and you ask us a question, you will be getting it answered in one of the official episodes. This is that. Uh, Jacob <laughs> asks, reimagine a superhero franchise but reworked by a current indie filmmaker slash cast. For example, my pitch, Jim Jarmusch directed Superman with Adam Driver as uh, Superman, uh, Greta Gerwig as Louis, Louis Lane. I don't know Superman. Lois Lane. Is Lois, Lois Lane. Lane. Okay, I've never seen it. Uh, exploring the mundane but pleasant life of Clark Kent when he's just at home reading the newspaper during his in-between time. I'd love to watch that movie. That sounds like a... I'm into that. But I'd watch anything Jim Jarmusch does. But that's a good question. Um, I would say... I want to see the Hulk. Because I feel like they always don't do the Hulk justice. I think the Hulk has always had a bad movie, and he never gets enough screen time in the in the Avengers and stuff. So I would say the Hulk, like a Hulk origin story directed by uh, Harmony Corrine. That, okay, that's <laughs> I'm just kind that of is, throwing things up in the air. I don't, and I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I... I think it'd be really funny. I think he would... I haven't seen enough of Harmony Corrine to really know what yeah. he would do with it. I've only actually seen like Beach Bum and Spring Breakers and Kids, mm -hmm. but he wrote that. He didn't direct it and haven't seen Gummo. So maybe I don't want this, but. Dude, I hate Gummo. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's probably my, of every film I've ever seen, it's probably the film I want to least see again. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really want to watch it just out of curiosity, but. I have a good one, but they're not, it's not necessarily an indie filmmaker. Right, right. So That's gonna, fine. So I'll say, yeah. So. I really want to see an Iron Man movie by the Wachowskis. Yes, that's a good one. Like that's they, a great. I feel like they do really good with like technology oriented things, mm -hmm. or even just things that are like fast and like moving and speed, like Speed Racer with all the colors and like moving. I feel like you could do something like that with Iron Man. Totally, yeah, that'd be super cool. Like his lights that come out of his like rockets are like yeah, they stay in the air. Just, yeah, <laughs> right. That'd it's be like, cool. Kind of like a Tron type. Right, vibe. right. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, then so we'll... that would be interesting. And then uh, let me think who I would want Iron Man to be in that scenario. Uh, Nathan Fielder. No, <laughs> dude. Wait. <laughs> the weirdest casting choice of all time. <laughs> um, I feel like if we want people to like watch this film, uh huh. You honestly could just leave it as Robert Downey Jr. 
Yeah, I was gonna say he's the perfect Iron Man. I can't see. Yeah, because he has the. It's hard to have someone who, like, has the correct kind of charisma for that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they need to have the like, the kind of dickish like rich person vibes. Yeah. Um, I want like, to say. Yeah. Well, no. Say what you're gonna say. No, no, no you go, you. I, I had nothing else to say. I had a complete side thing about Nathan Fielder because yeah. I've been going through Nathan for you this week in between oh, yeah? my Fincher movies. <laughs> Wait, have, this is your first time seeing it or you've seen no, it? No, I've seen like okay, plenty okay, of okay. episodes, but I've never actually like watched it in order. And I'm realizing I actually have not seen a lot of these episodes. And I just watched the one where he puts the rebate box at the top of the mountain. That is That might be my favorite one. <laughs> it's so And then it, it turns good. into this, like, touching, like, documentary that's, like, about these people. And then it ends with the guy drinking his grandson's pee. We're talking about yeah. it. That doesn't actually do it. But yeah. it's just such a ridiculous I, ending. I just love how it, what it actually is is a documentary about mm-hmm. the types of people who, who would that. try to claim this rebate. Yep. Exactly. I think it, it's a genius it's, episode oh, yeah. of television. It's so yeah. good. That is like, I didn't think, because I, I always thought Finding Francis was like the like peak of that in the show. But he's been mm-hmm. doing that. That This is like season one. And it's like. Yeah. Oh, no. It's such a great the, show. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite ever shows. And yeah. It's because there's this level of humanity that I think like what sasha baron cohen does is really interesting as well but mm-hmm. there's this extra layer of humanity in what nathan fielder does totally yeah sasha baron cohen's kind of just like sticking it to power in a lot of ways it's like political jackass kind of <laughs> yeah and i'm not even just borat but like also ali g it's just like yeah you know it really it, it's a lot of it yeah it is just dealing with that where nathan fielder's dealing with just normal people yeah. And not necessarily trying to make them look stupid. Right. A lot of times they do seem stupid, but he's more of just playing a character who gets people to open up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I would I would need to articulate this. No. Little, like think about it a little you're, bit more. You're you have a great point. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But um Yeah. Well, this next one comes from Luzy Q. And <laughs> so that answers your question, <laughs> Jacob Colness. <laughs> is check out Nathan for you. Um <laughs> This one is very meta, and it's straight to the point. I'm surprised we haven't been asked this before, but it is, what makes for a good question? Uh, if it has something to do with Nathan Fielder, I think we're your guys. Yeah, that's good. We... Or or Wes Anderson. <laughs> right, right, right. I think we can talk about those two guys. Or Karsten Merchandise. Uh-huh, which I'm we wearing. We can talk about that right all day. Right now, it's not available yet, but it will be. Yeah, with the with, with the, the the circle on with, the middle with your yep it, your symbol your your it, green letterbox. It really one. does not come. A, this is supposed to be the, no. I thought it was the other one. I thought it was the. I thought it was no. I thought it was the small one right above. Oh, the this y. one. Yeah, it also doesn't come across that well. So we're just gonna pretend. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna say form your own opinion on that. On that matter, what? That's my answer to the question. What makes a good question? You know, form your own opinion. Yep. The the classic sign off. Um. Yeah, I don't know what a good. I like the stuff, and honestly, this is this might be weird to say on a movie podcast, but I do like the stuff that doesn't have to do with movies. I like taking. Oh, a, I do too. Taking a little break and discussing like snacks. You know, those are yeah. always my favorites, and that's yeah. why I pick them most of the time. And, I mean, I think this podcast in general is 
it just uses movies as like a launching point it's yep. not you know because there's a lot of podcasts that do a much much better job yep. than we do talking and we're aware of that films yeah this is a film discussion podcast not a film analysis podcast i you know with in- some fun hangout time between friends every time i describe it i call it a comedy film podcast because i think we mm-hmm. have bits that are based off of trying to talk about movies <laughs> and that's pretty yeah. much what it is the um, bit is that i'm an idiot <laughs> um and this last one comes from uh Cy hots 9292 hopefully i'm pronouncing that right and it is who is your favorite beetle and why i don't think we've answered this before uh, have we we might have but we've talked about the beetles our opinions before. have changed yeah mine well it's like there's personality and then there's the music and my favorite i was gonna say okay i was gonna make that exact distinction okay all right <laughs> and i bet we have similar um ideas as well based off the fact that we're gonna make that distinction because mm-hmm. my favorite and i don't know if i can count this as uh a solo project because it's not entirely solo but my favorite like solo project aside from the beatles is john lennon's double fantasy with yoko which i know that's mm-hmm. not fully solo it's with yoko but it's not you know what i mean i think that's a really nice album so i think i like john lennon's solo stuff the most but i don't i like george harrison a lot too that I, so george harrison is definitely my favorite beetle in terms of he just seems like the person i'd want to hang out with the most exactly yeah uh and then paul would be number two okay and then probably ringo and john are tied for third yeah yeah in terms of like who i think would be fun to hang out with for sure. I don't think I'd want to hang out George is, like, with way John. ahead. Yeah. No, John, John that's the thing. Annoying. Ringo seems kind of annoying, too. Ringo seems at least kind of nice. Ringo seems a little annoying. And Paul would... Paul seems, like, very fun and goofy. Yeah. But I think, you know, I just wouldn't want to hang out with Paul, Paul, I think it's hard because he's had to live for, you know, the last 55 years as being one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's hard for Paul to be a normal person at this point. That's true. And George seems like the most grounded out of all of them. And George, yeah. And of course, George, even obviously he's been dead for 20 years. Yeah. Um, you know. So he's really yeah, grounded. His, his, his solos, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was that was bad. That was, that was dis- I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> but yeah, George Absolutely had some interesting solo that. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um... Uh, and so there was nothing said that w- we cut there. That was just uh audio glitch it was such uh, a good and that joke, answers your though. question all right yep um well the, i guess we'll get into the wrap-up <laughs> do you have any more questions no that's it that's it are you and, sure uh well these are the ones that i picked we definitely have more but right. we can save them for a future i'm gonna type in uh ask me a question into google and uh what is a good question to ask and here, here's the first one that comes up. Who is your hero? Um. Who's your hero, Jeff? I asked you first. This is... Yeah, okay, I'll say uh, Tyler, the creator, probably. I feel like that's a little corny, but he's... Yeah, he's my... Uh, I know you're expecting my parents, but... <laughs> I was expecting Christopher <laughs> Allen. Christopher Allen, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like he's more. 
<laughs> yeah, so no, this, yeah. you're talking about like your one of your creative heroes. Yeah, and he's he's easily like the reason I'm doing yeah. most of what I'm doing today. So yeah, what about you? Um, I mean, George if we're Harrison? gonna go like creative heroes, wait, Tyler the Creator is the reason you were a YouTube movie. Yeah, it's essayist? a long, ba- yeah, he's it because it's a bunch of it all boils down to him, and I will not. It's just a long, yeah. Have you made any content? about how this is the case nope i have not you should make a video about that i probably should yeah because <laughs> and i'm not even that big of a fan of his anymore but yeah that's cool yeah it's got some good videos i feel like any now any answer i have will just sound dumb because no. it hasn't inspired me to do anything <laughs> just say nathan fielder um, not really but i'll say uh i don't know Stephen Merritt of the magnetic fields okay yeah solid not your parents that's no <laughs> definitely not definitely not patron mary lee borslow <laughs> yeah um cool well that will do for questions then um good wholesome note to end on uh also we well we should... <laughs> that was not wholesome at all not that wholesome. you're like not your parents i'm like no <laughs> we lose mary lee borslow as a patron um <laughs> She's gonna listen to this too. Uh, yeah, you you came in second. <laughs> uh, what are we talking All about? All right, well, I guess get wrap up next week. Next, next week. Next week. What are we talking about? Do we Rango? It, Rango. Let's actually let's fuck it. All right, we're talking about Rango. Rango. We're talking about <laughs> we're Rango. Talking about Rango. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Yep. So we check put that zero out. Thought into this. We People do not like, know. Like, okay, so the only thing I've learned is that Intercut Podcast, who we're talking to tomorrow, puts uh-huh. so much work into their podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we're and like, we what's the mood next week? I'm like, Rango. Rango? And we're like, yeah, fuck it. It is available on Hulu. I just looked it up. So check out Rango. It's a classic. It's one of, it is, it's like a milestone in animation, I'd say. It's a big one mm-hmm. in a way. But yeah. And next, we'd like to read a review. This one comes from uh, Sakari from Canada. It is five stars. Subject line is, I love this podcast. And it reads, this is a really funny podcast. I listen in class. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Uh, I listen in class mostly, but one time I was in the middle of a test and y'all said something and just laughed so hard. And, and I just laughed so hard that everyone looked at me and I got detention. Still a 10 out of 10 podcast. And uh, yeah, so... Sorry well, about that. Hopefully honestly. they let you listen to another episode in detention. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll keep you from boredom, I guess. Have you wait, let me just ask, have you ever gone to detention, Jeff? Did you ever get detention? Uh, in high I school? did once. Okay. Not in yeah. high school, in middle school. Okay, yeah. Well bad boy. Yeah, no, it was um <laughs> No, some some guy hit me. And oh. I yeah. Uh-huh. And then I got detention damn i got punched in the stomach that's and i got detention <laughs> two losses you just had the worst day yeah just yeah and it's like pain. oh they, they got sunday school which was like they had to come in on a sunday oh, that's worse actually it's worse it's worse yeah. but i didn't do anything i just got punched yeah <laughs> I mean, like he must have done something damn i've had i think i went to detention three times all of which were related to skipping class so pretty uh well 
bad you, they boy. Can't detain you too, they can't detain you too yeah, much. Yeah, no. They can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. And lastly, we'd like to read the patrons. Here's the deal, Jeff, and I want to pitch this to you. Yeah. Please tell me if you're not down. But I forgot to read them last week. Uh, I never did enter their names. So I think I got to read them twice this week. Just uh-huh. So wait, do you want me to repeat it after you say it? Um. Oh, just the name? Yeah. Well, that would be... Or, or you say their first name and I guess their last name. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> that should be painful. I'll just... I'll yeah. Like, Smith. I can... Smith. I'll, I'll just read them, and then we can decide after I read them the first time. Okay. <laughs> so, thank you. Oh, well, okay, let me just do my whole spiel. Uh, these come from the Patreon, patreon.com slash carscast. If you would like to know the best way to support us, that is how you can. Currently, we don't have any merch. Well, or give us like $1,000 on Venmo. That's that would be too. cool. I mean, you can pledge that on Patreon, but... Can you? Um, I, get, I don't know why anyone would, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, head on over to patreon.com slash carscast where you can get ex- exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, Zoom hangouts, last one was a lot of fun, and much, much more. Uh, so head on over there. But first, let's... Okay, cool. So, thank you. Uh, Jeff, before we do the Patreon names, I just gotta say, you're fired. Addison <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> I love the person that'll make that first has to, and you even read it. You're like, ah. Uh, Addison Ware, Allison Grace, Annabelle Falk, Bex, Blake Root, Boat, Brandon Yu, Breffrey, Joris Lowe, Brock Schultz, Camilla, Eden, Ethan Justice, Fozzie Bear, Grant Gow, Hannah E., Harry, Rema, Dianakis, uh, Holly Edwards, Iron Tusk 93, Isabel, Iva, Jaden Easton, Jacob Colmus, John Van Hout, Joshua Krzwicki, KDT, Kevin Turner, Lick We Live, Rob Lucian, Vecina, Luke Vineyard, Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Michael Decker, Moses Ox, Monroe Page, Pablo Patel, Parks, Ready Steady Ernie, Robert Burke, Sam Farr, Sophia Arieta, Super Califragilistic Expialidocious, Smitty Warbin, Jagerman Jensen, Taylor Hardy, 10 Billion, Toad Pimp, Tom Lakes Beans, Vegard Strom, Vera S., uh, Yoki Sasquatch, and Yusef A. Thank you so much, everybody. Yep. Do we want to run that back one more time? Or are we... Yeah, can you can you do it in reverse order? Mm-hmm. That I can. Thank you. Yusef A, Yoki Sasquatch, Farah S, Vegard Strom, Tom Lakes Beans, to- Toad Pimp, 10 Billion, Taylor Hardy, Supercalifragilistic Expialidocious, Smitty Warbin, Jagerman Jensen, Sophia Arieta, Sam Farr, Robert Burke, Ready Steady, Ernie Parks, Pablo Patel, Monroe Page, Moses Ox, Michael Decker, Mary Lee Borslow, Martin Def, Matt, Matty Robertson, Luke Vineyard, Lucian Vecina, Liv Rob, Liqui, Kevin Turner, KDT, Joshua Krzwicki, John Van Hout, K- Jacob Colness, Jaden Easton, Iva, Isabel, Iron Tusk 93, Holly Edwards, Harry, Remedianakis, Hannah E., Grant Gow, Fozzie Bear, Ethan Justice, Eden, Camilla, Brock Schultz, Breffrey Jorislow, Brandon U. Boat, Blake Root, Bex, Annabelle Falk, Allison Grace, Ad- Addison Ware, and ah, uh, Jeff, before we do the Patreon names, I just gotta say, you're fired. <laughs> Honestly, after this episode, that is, maybe you should. <laughs> Man, I think I pronounced one person's name two different ways the first and the second time. And we'll see if... So one of those ways is bound <laughs> yeah, to be right. Yeah, one of these has got to be right. Um, and one of them has got to be wrong. So that is the podcast. That's a pessimistic worldview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's laugh half correct. Right, right. Well, Jeff, do you have anything to say? Um, not 
Not that much. Neither do I. We talked Dude, a lot. My mom <laughs> bought this for some reason, and it's like I am burdened with it now. How am I supposed to eat this? It's literally a one-pound bag of cereal marshmallows. <laughs> how am I supposed to eat this? Wait, can you Look do a pose, pose for the thumbnail real quick while I just... All right, thank you. That's that's. Wait, wait. One more time. One more time. One more time. I didn't. There we go. Thank you, Jeff. Um, and people are gonna be like, "What is the, like? What's the context?" Yeah. I have to sit around all the way until the end. Right. Okay. Well, Jeff, Dude, how much sugar do you think is in this? Just real quick, and then I'll end it. I don't even know where to start. Because it's that. literally all sugar. What? Uh, it... So I'm gonna do the quick math here. Um. And it looks like there is 375 grams of sugar in this. In this. Wow. It's, uh, that's not good for you. No, no, not at all. Well, on that note, Jeff. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> and you're like, I'm holding the marshmallows. You're like, that does it for Fargo. <laughs> flip side. <laughs>